Hey moms, Brie here. Question, have you ever found yourself at a loss for words when it comes to helping your athlete daughter? Specifically, before a game when she's feeling super nervous and you just want her to be confident or in that car ride home when she's being hard on herself and you just want her to also see the good things she did out there. Now, if you have, you're not alone. It's so hard to know what to say to get her out of her head and start believing in herself. That's why I'm excited to share about our four-day What to Say Challenge happening this month. This challenge is specifically designed for moms of girl athletes to help you know what to say to build her confidence without making things worse or causing her to shut down. Even if you're often met with things like, you have to say that, you're my mom. Over the four days, we'll be together for short trainings to give you strategies and scripts so you'll never be stuck wondering what to say again. The challenge is happening May 14th through 17th, and registration is open now for early bird pricing. So you get 60% off the challenge, and you can hop in for just $19. Head to sportsmom.fyi forward slash challenge to register. That's also linked in the show notes. We kick off on Monday, May 13th with our pre-party, and I hope to see you there. Welcome back to the Racing Elite Competitors podcast. I'm Coach Bree, a mental performance coach for girl athletes, and I am thrilled that you are here. Now, whether you are just getting going, getting your feet wet on this whole sports mom journey, or maybe you have a ton of seasons under your belt, you are welcome here because this podcast is for you to help you know how to raise a mentally strong, confident girl athlete. And that is exactly what we're talking about today as we figure out how to navigate this situation that you likely have found yourself in as a sports mom. When your athlete is super hard on herself. So when she is beating herself up or she's really critical of how she performed and she can't quite see the positive, she can't see the good that she did. All she can do is focus on those negative things. And you're like, come on, did we watch the same game? Why are you just keep, why do you keep focusing on that? So we're going to talk about how you can help your athlete through those experiences so that she comes out on the other end confident and so that what you are saying isn't unintentionally making the situation worse because we sometimes can do that. All right. Before we jump into the episode, I do want to give a shout out to a mom in our community. Her name is Nicole and she posted this the other day. She said, big win to share. My daughter had her first basketball tournament with a new coach and team after a confident sucking coach and team last year. She did amazing, confident, strong leader on the floor and on the bench, bounced back from mistakes well. I'm so thankful for this program, both for myself and for her. I can't wait to see her continued growth. Thank you. So excited for you, Nicole, and for your athlete. And I say this a lot on the podcast. This is where... This is where it comes together. It's like peanut butter and jelly, people, or peanut butter and chocolate. If you're like me, that's even a better combo. When your athlete has the skills to show up with confidence, she has the skills to navigate tough coaches, teammates, playing, lack of playing time, mistakes, all of those things. She can shift her self-talk. She knows how to come back from mistakes when she has those skills. Plus, you know exactly how to support her. That is where we see the biggest growth, and that's why the Elite Mental Game works. So, Nicole, I'm so happy that you have been experiencing this and your athlete has too. Keep it up. All right, before we get into our topic of how to help your athlete when she's hard on herself, if you do have a little bit of time, make sure that you are following the podcast. This helps us out a lot. It also helps you out because you are not missing an episode. And while you're at it, if you want to rate and review the podcast, that would mean the world to us. And if you want to take it a step further, you know, get like the A plus on the chart, share one of your favorite episodes with the sports mom. All of these things help grow our community, help grow our reach, and also help us so that we can bring on amazing guests for you. All right, moms, let's do this. One of the hardest things as a sports mom 
things that can actually like literally leave you speechless is after something happens and your daughter is beating herself up. Maybe she had a tough loss and she's only focusing on the negative. Maybe she is comparing herself to other people and she's the worst one on the team. Maybe she didn't even make the team. She's disappointed or disappointed something didn't go her way or she's not getting the playing time that she wants. These situations are so tricky because here's the number one reason why. And I'm going to call myself out in this. We have a hard time sitting with our daughter's negative emotions. That's really what it comes down to. We have a hard time seeing her upset. We have a hard time seeing her sad. Sometimes we're like, this isn't even justified. You should not be so hard on yourself right now. And then we also worry about what this might mean for her for the future. Is she going to keep going down a path of negativity? Is this going to impact her love of the sport? She can burn out. Is she going to start just, you know, being really negative or even depressed overall? And so we really have a hard time with this and it comes a little bit from a place of fear and a little bit from likely how we were allowed to or how we did process these negative emotions ourselves in our parents' presence. Now, that's a little bit deep for this podcast, but I do want to mention it because a lot of how we respond to our kids is likely as a result of how we were responded to growing up. If you played sports or even if you didn't, that likely is now kind of repeating itself. And so when we see our athlete in these situations, our tendency is to want to fix it, right? We are moms, we can fix anything. And so we want to fix it. We want to get her back to being positive right away. And we want her to feel better about herself. We don't want to have this like negativity that impacts like the dinner table. And now she's not talking and now everybody's in a bad mood. Okay. And so we're like, let's just Let's just turn this around as fast as we can. And again, this comes from a very well-intentioned place. However, doing this and doing it quickly, especially when she is like raw and it just, whatever happened just happened and she's trying to process, this actually lowers her confidence long-term. And here's why. Your athlete is experiencing very normal emotions. And although we might not agree with, you know, that she should be heavily impacted by some of the situations she's in. We're like, come on, that's not that big of a deal. Or like, oh, really? Like, can't you see it this way? And we're like, oh gosh, but to her, it is. To her, she is experiencing the real emotions associated with whatever it is that she's facing. And so when we tell her things like, well, focus on the positive, or it really wasn't that bad, or we're just trying to kind of minimize what emotions she's feeling, we're actually giving her this message that she shouldn't be feeling how she is feeling right now, which is normal. And confidence at the root of it is trusting yourself. Your daughter, when she trusts herself and trusts her feelings and trusts her emotions, that is confidence. And so when we are telling her, okay, you actually shouldn't feel like this right now, even though it's a normal response. And also when you're around me, you know, this subconscious message, I can't handle you being like this. That actually lowers her confidence and it will actually lower her chances of continuing to come to you in these moments as her safe space. Because the fact that she is sharing with you is huge. You know, there there might come a time where she doesn't. And the difference between athletes who do and athletes who don't are the ones that feel comfortable to be able to be themselves around you and be able to express the wide range of emotions that are all part of the human experience. And so this actually does, when we just kind of try and fix it and we tell her like, don't feel that way, you know, it wasn't that bad, all of those things. And all those things are true, probably wasn't that bad. And, you know, there were probably so many amazing things that happened and she is an amazing person. And, you know, she is a great teammate. All of those things that we tell her, in, you know, with the intention of trying to just like make her mood turn around really is more for us than it is for her because we actually have a hard time seeing her like this. Okay. And that lowers her confidence. So the best thing that we can do instead 
I actually want to give you an example of, of this, like kind of to bring it home a little bit. It's sort of like when you have a bad day. I had one the other day. It was like, things just weren't going right from the beginning. And like, I was late. The kids weren't cooperating, getting out the door. We were like rushing to get to the bus. I was overwhelmed. Like the house was a mess. I go through the day just kind of feeling like, ugh. And then I got some bad news from, you know, from a friend. And then I had dinner, like kind of fell through. I forgot some stuff for dinner. And it was like, okay, do we just go to Chipotle tonight? I don't know. It was just kind of one of those days where it was like, it's not great. And if I were to explain to my partner, like this whole bad day situation, and really, I just want to tell him like, this is what's going on. And this is why it's been a terrible day. And my husband were to come back and say things like, well, it really isn't that bad. Like you should just look at the bright side. Like at least we have a house. At least we have, you know, at least our kids are healthy and, you know, just kind of like all those things are true, you know? And, but if I would to hear that from him and he was like, oh, come on, like you're fine. I would be pretty angry. You know, I, I would be like, come on, I, can you just listen? <laughs> you know, what I would really want to hear in that moment is sounds like you had a bad day. You know, what can I do to support? What can I do to help? Where can we go from here? And just acknowledging that, like, sounds like you had a bad day. Sounds like that was hard for you. Honestly, it even just saying out loud kind of like gives a little bit of relief in my body. And I'm just telling you of this experience, you know, as an example. And it's the same thing that happens with our daughters when she's coming to us and she's telling things like telling you things like I didn't get set at all and I missed my serve and now like people are disappointed in me. You know, when we're like, no, 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 that it was fine. Like you other people made mistakes, all of that. That actually, that response is not as effective as if we were just to literally state back to our athlete, you're disappointed that you missed your serve on game point. Like literally just stating back the facts. You know, you wanted a better game than what happened out there. I hear you. That would be hard. Okay. And we are not agreeing with her that like, oh, you're the worst person on the team. You know, we're not saying that, but saying things like you feel like you are not as good as some of the other players. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. Okay. And just naming it, just putting it out there actually helps her process that emotion rather than just push it down and get these subconscious messages that she shouldn't be feeling this way or that you can't like hold space for her emotions. Okay. And so here that's kind of one of the key parts of how we can help our athlete navigate this. And so what we want to do instead of just kind of like getting her to be positive right away and bright sighting her, I heard that term on a podcast, the Glennon Doyle podcast, you know, bright sighting her, like look at the bright side. Okay. So we actually, we don't have to do that. What we can do instead is first ground yourself, pay attention to what's coming up for you. That really is, is number one. Okay. When we see our kids hurting, when we see them upset, it, it triggers emotions in us. Okay. So just be aware and see and recognize like, okay, I am feeling upset because she's upset. Okay. Remind yourself that it's okay for her to be disappointed. It's not the end of the world is she is not going to, you know, this doesn't reflect her 30 year old self, not being able to handle challenges. If she's disappointed in this moment, in fact, the more that you can help her process, that feeling, the more she's actually going to be well-equipped to handle more of what life comes her way as she continues to grow. Okay. Now here are some really tangible strategies. The one, one that I just already mentioned, right? Report back what you hear, you know, instead of trying to make her feel better by saying that it wasn't that bad, just report back. Like you're kind of just a reporter. You know, what I'm hearing you say is that you wish you would have got more playing time. Yeah. Okay. Instead of going down the rabbit hole of like, yeah, I don't know why coach did that. Or I don't know why they, I don't know why that person is playing and just like try and make her feel better by like bashing coaches and bashing teammates. That's not good. Okay. But just stating back the facts. All right. And reporting back. And when she tells you, yeah, it was like that, but it's more of this validate her experience. 
validate the emotions that she is feeling. You're feeling frustrated. You're feeling confused. You're feeling overwhelmed. Okay. And when she starts to go into these like big catastrophizing things, like I am the worst one. Everybody hates me. A phrase that I love that I learned from Dr. Lisa Demore is, you know, that's not true. Or you and I both know that's not true, but it would be really tough to feel that way. All right. So it's acknowledging that like, Hey, that's not true. <laughs> but also that's how it feels right now. And it would be really tough to feel that way. Right. And then this other one that I love, it's just a great one for your back pocket is, do you want me to listen? Because I totally can. I am here for you to tell me whatever you want and let's just work this out. Or do you want me to help you come up with some solutions here? All right. And that gives her the option of like, no, I just want you to listen, mom. I don't want you to try and solve all my problems right now. And most of the time that's what athletes want. A funny story inside, well, kind of funny, inside the elite mental game, one of the moms told me the other day that her daughter was kind of venting to her about something that happened in a game and mom started kind of giving some advice, telling her perspective of what she should do. And her daughter stopped her and said, mom, I thought that you were supposed to ask if you just want to listen or if I just want you to listen or if you want me to give you advice. And mom was like, oh. Yeah, actually, that's true. Do you want me to listen or do you want me to give advice? And her daughter was like, I just want you to listen right now. (laughs) All right. And that's the power of being able to have open lines of communication around that, that her daughter actually knows a little bit of this is what my mom is working on inside the program too. And that really helps because now she's not going to shut down. She's not going to be like, mom, you have to tell me that you're my mom or mom, you don't understand the balls in her court to decide like, you know, do I want to hear this right now? Or do I just want to listen? And she might come back. Like those of you with teens know it might be like 11 o'clock at night that they want to talk about all of it and they want some advice. But during that time, just open the space and, and hold that for her. Okay. The other piece to this is ensure that she knows how to productively process disappointments, loss, bad games. Like these are part of being an athlete. And so if your athlete does not have a post-game routine, if she doesn't have the skills to evaluate, if she maybe has some like twinges of perfectionism, and so she's super critical of herself, but doesn't know what to do with any of that, then that's really tough. Like you can do your part to hold the space and validate, but she also needs skills to help her through that. Right. And that's exactly what she learns when she has mental training skills. Those are the the exact type of situations that all athletes face, but not all athletes have the skills to navigate. And we talk about our approach to mental training is that you have your part and part of your role is to shape the environment for her by what you say, but also provide her with the opportunities to have access to these skills so that she can be the athlete that knows how to productively process, that isn't constantly beating yourself up, that doesn't rely on you or her coach for validation, that she actually knows how to productively say like, okay, I missed that serve, but that doesn't make me a bad person. You know, I'm, I messed up, but that doesn't mean that I am a terrible player, right? Those are skills that athletes can learn. And so to learn how you can give those skills to your athlete, that's exactly what we teach inside our free training for sports bombs. That's at trainhergame.com. So I register for that. It's like a 40, 45 minute training plus some Q and A. And we break it all down for you on how you can strengthen your athlete daughter's mental game so that she has these skills too. All right, moms, hopefully this was helpful. This is a topic that is near and dear to my heart because you are going to be in it multiple times as your athlete goes through her you know, athletic experience. So key takeaways here, hold the space for your athlete, be aware of the emotional triggers that come up in you when your athlete is having a hard time, report back what she is saying, validate her experience and make sure you have those phrases in your back pocket. You know, that's true. Or you and I both know that's not true, but it would be tough to feel that way. And you want me to listen? Totally can. Or do you want me to help you come up with solutions? And then finally, make sure that she has skills to be able to navigate some of these tough times as well. All right. I am Coach Bree, a mental performance coach for girl athletes, and I will see you in the next episode of the Raising Elite Competitors podcast.
I hope you enjoyed that episode, moms. Quick reminder that registration is open for our What to Say Challenge happening May 14th through 17th. Head over to register so you can join us to learn proven strategies and game-changing scripts you'll keep in your back pocket for those pre- and post-game pep talks. The challenge is just $19 during our earlier pricing happening right now. So head to sportsmom.fyi forward slash challenge. That's also linked in the show notes, and I will see you there.